What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So tell me, can you look me in the Mate, that cat just wants carnage, doesn't it? I know. Every time you put any clothing down, he goes, I know he's allergic to that. I'm going to go rub everything about me in it. Did you say he? Is that a boy? Oh, which one is it? It's Nala. Oh, no, the boy's going for it now. Duncan, boy, black cat, and Nala, girl. Siamese. Siamese? Yeah. Yeah, both of them, Siamese. They're Kmart Siamese, though. They're like, they tell you that, yeah, it's full. It's got certificate and everything. But it's not. You buy it and then you check out the certificate and it looks pretty fake and then they're all mongoloid, so they're not. But uh, I'll pass them off as semi-Siamese. I thought Siamese were the naked cats with no hair. No, nah, heaps of different types. Yeah, don't yeah. know about it. Anyway, welcome back everyone to the Chats with Cats podcast. You're here with Rick, Dan and Mark for another week. Um, public holiday long weekend, boys. There's been a bit happening since we caught up last. How there you has. Uh, Euro started, so the soccer or... It's actually called football, but people in this country call it soccer. And uh, there was a, a bit of a, an event that happened the other night, Rick. It's a, pretty scary, actually. A scary, a scary moment, Dan. I, yeah, well, I, I don't even follow the Euro soccer, football, you whatever should. you want to call it. But I saw this on the news and I thought, holy shit. Basically, uh, a player, uh, Ericsson, for uh, Denmark, collapsed on the pitch. Formerly of Tottenham Hotspurs fame. Yeah. He collapsed on the pitch when he received a throw-in, went down and had a heart attack, actually died on the pitch. Oh, he was unresponsive. Had to be revived, CPR. They were working on him for about five minutes. I saw this all unfold live and I was convinced that he was gone. Like 100%, I thought, he's gone. And everyone in the crowd was crying his teammates sort of formed a wall around him just to sort of you know, give him some privacy. Some of them were in tears. His girlfriend ran onto the pitch, uh, was comforted by the goalkeeper who did a, an amazing job. Schmeichel is Casper Schmeichel, yeah. Yeah, his dad used wow. to play for Man U. Yeah. I thought, I, honestly, from the what I saw of the news, it just looks like he just fainted and fell down. Yeah. They were like, oh, See, let's get him some water. Here's the thing. When I was watching it, I thought, this is huge news. This is going to be massive, but... He survived, which is an amazing thing, a great thing, and that's why it wasn't big the next day. Yeah. But for someone that was watching it live, it was so scary and horrible. It was truly terrifying. Yeah. He was lying there on the ground, like eyes rolling back in his head, just not moving. I'm surprised they kept filming him. That's weird. That's That's, the thing. That's a big thing, actually. So the BBC has come out and apologised because they've – Basically broadcast this guy getting revived, yeah, which is pretty freaky. Like, 
Well, not, I, not I think as soon as see, it, the reason the 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 thing Rick has just stated as to why it was so scary for someone that was watching it live, we saw way too much. I was watching it, going, "How am I watching this? This is just really full on." Like they were, I'm like, he's dead. I'm like, just I'm trying to imagine an AFL player going down and me watching that. It never, it doesn't happen. No. Why does it happen in soccer but not other sports? Did, always, did they say why? Like what the cause was? No, he just had just yeah. collapsed, and that was in all, all the headlines the next day. It just said that he collapsed. So even the fact that Mark said today that he had a heart attack. Can, just on a side note, can you guys smell that fierce cat shit that's just drifting, drifting into here? Well, this is chats with cats. Chats with cat shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Wow. That's. A, I think we might have to put the kitty litter outside halfway yeah. through but this. But anyway, park. the good news is he's okay. He got taken to hospital. He became responsive and he's recovering and he's going to be fine. That is good news. The, other, news. the other thing that I think, though, is a bit strange is you always see soccer players go down and just think, oh, you pussy, this stupid yep. game. You just dived or yep. you just... Like yeah. in the first instance when I saw him go down, like I think, mate, you just chested the ball. Why are you going down? Mm. Yeah. But for a, for a split second, my head's going, this guy's just dived. Like yeah. what, what's the point of this? But poor Dived guy, into an open pitch where no one's around him. Literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. A heart yeah. attack. Yeah. And Scary. I read earlier that the there's a cardiologist that reckons he'd probably never play again. He's only 29 years old. Really? Younger than all of us. Wow. Never play again. International superstar in his prime. Wow. Pretty crazy. I wonder if that's what happens with his contract. He obviously get paid, pays out if he doesn't play. Well, you got to play it safe. Oh come on, mate! You should know the insides and outs. Life's more important than sport, then. Yeah. Just, just. Well, I yeah. don't know. There's a bit more going on in the world of sport, though. So Adelaide playing host at the moment to the Olympic swimming qualifiers. Yep. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, um, and they're going ahead. Japan Olympics, which is just mind blowing for starters. But yeah. the thing that really I don't know. It doesn't frustrate me. I sound like I'm always frustrated at things. But the thing that's really interesting for me with the Olympics this year is I don't know any of the superstars, like superstars, any of the Olympians. I don't know any of them. I couldn't name you, one. You just got to go all. with it. You think back to the good old golden days, though, like the qualifiers happening at the moment and in Adelaide. Yep. We used to be glued to the television mm. watching the qualifiers. You used Clean, to know almost. Hackett, yeah. Thorpe. You'd know almost as many Olympians as call. the cricket team, Australian cricket team. You could name 10 or 11 or 12. Yeah. Jeff Hugel, like yeah. so many. Michael Klim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my favourite, Stephen Bradbury. Oh, the Bradbury. Mm. Well, no one knew about Bradbury until he bloody just oh, walked the, over the hey, line. The you most Australian win you'll ever see. Um, if you're watching the Olympics, what's your favourite go-to event? There has to be. I mean, Rick and I, we love our athletics, obviously. We go on runs together. Dan, you're not involved in that. That's all right. Dan, uh, do you have anything that you like? Or I like high jump. High jump. Yeah. I like high Rick, jump and what are you, what are you? pole vault. Uh, love the track events. I used, to, I used to be glued to the swimming, though. Yeah. And that's this thing. Before you move on to this, there have been two world records, not just Australian records or event records, world records broken at this Olympic swimming qualifiers. Oh, so people are good now. Yeah. Ask the name. Tell me the name of one of the people that have broken one of these records. Oh, um, Giuseppe Matata. <laughs> Is that the person? <laughs> yes. How'd you know? If it's, it had yeah, to be something I, like I that. No idea. If it's Absolutely not swimming, no if it's not swimming and it's not track, I'm sorry, but I'm not interested. Uh, weightlifting's all right, but anyway, there's this one event um, that I watch and I love. Uh, the 800 metres. 
Now, something that I noticed when I was watching the other day, I was getting psyched up. I love watching, you know, old events, old Olympic events. And 800 metres, um, the, uh, David Rudisha, the Kenyan, holds the world record for the 800 metres. Great runner. So I was watching um, this track event, you know, getting psyched up for the Olympics. And do you guys know that there is a bell that rings during the 800 metres to alert the runners that there is one lap to go in a two-lap race. So you run one lap and there's a guy there dinging the bell to alert all the runners that they've got one lap to go. Is there more of a useless person in the world than that person ringing the bell guys one more lap to go like hang on one plus one equals two oh yeah there's two to go. maybe do you know what that there's always a reason something's brought in oh. and maybe someone forgot how many laps there were one time and complained yeah. and just stopped after the first lap oh, yeah, oh, sorry, I, I, <laughs> I thought through. i was in a 400 meter race yeah. like oh, oh my god actually going back to the swimming we're thinking about someone having a heart attack in the pool that could be yeah that could be the end that's another thing, another useless um, thing that someone can be involved in during the Olympics is the lifesaver at the Olympics in the pool. Yeah, they're the least that need that. Oh, my God. Like, Unless they headbutt the wall. Yeah, like you're the fastest swimmer in the world for the pool, but you might need a, a lifeguard to save your life. They're actually better at swimming than the lifeguard. Like, but a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, another sad fact I heard over the weekend, I must have been watching a documentary, you know that when whales get too old and they have a heart attack or whatever and they die, yeah. they actually don't usually die from those sort of things. They actually almost always drown. They actually just get too tired to get to the surface and then they drown and then they sink down and then they bloat and then sharks eat them. Oh, that's, that's terrible. To- oh, my God. So every whale pretty much drowns to death. So it's never like, oh, I'm too old, yeah, I've, I've died. It's no, like, oh, no, I'm still, too old to get to the... Oh. Like, no yeah. nursing homes and morphine no, for No, just like, mate. oh, I think I need to get some tired oh. and then just done. Yeah, over. You know how bad drowning would be? Apparently oh. it feels amazing. What are you talking about? Apparently it's the most euphoric way to die. The feeling of the water going in your lungs is amazing. Oh, it isn't. I don't know, I heard that once. Oh, my, <laughs> my God. God. That, I don't know, probably awful. a true fact. That's... Genuinely terrible. So, One true fact. You know the two most famous Australian Olympians in history? One and two. Can you name them for me, please? Uh, Elijah Kathy Freeman. Kathy Freeman and, and Matt Thor- Shervington's penis. Move on. Five oh. seconds or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to yeah. five seconds or something. That thing was in your face. Jeez, how long were you waiting to pull that out? <laughs> how long was he waiting to pull that out? He didn't have to, yeah. mate. He would have gone. Right. That, gone that, that lycra was so tight, wasn't it? Mate, he would have gone sub 10 if he wasn't carrying that whole yeah. round. Ah, poor guy. All right, Rick, you're going first. Okay. Name three things that can sink a ship. Matt Shervington's penis, <laughs> a hole in the side of it, and a bomb. Oh, I won't give it to you. No. Oh, what? It's a great first answer, but it's just not right. But, like, it could. Can you, can you reward us I'll, for creativity on this podcast, please? If you want to give him that point, I'll give it to him. I'll leave it in You your already hands. hit the button. All right. Sorry, mate. It's, your, it's on you, oh, Dad. It doesn't matter. Sorry. It's, yeah, it's not right. Mark, name three previous American presidents. Um, Jackson, Grant, and Jefferson. I actually don't know. I have no idea. I was hoping it's right. Saying, it's right. Who was the name of, Michael, of Jackson? <laughs> Michael Jackson. Jackson, <laughs> Grant, I, Jefferson. That's yeah, right. I know Grant. Okay, I'll... 
He looks, looks too confident. Yeah, it's, it's definitely right. It's. It, I'll be honest. It's a quote from a movie. Oh, is it? I could have said Bush Obama, but that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, I getting, was like, if he goes past like getting creative, fifteen years here, I'm, I'm in trouble because I don't right. care enough. <laughs> and I came up with that question. That's pretty good. All right, Rick. Name three things you can be allergic to. Bees, food, and honey. Shellfish. That's what I'm allergic to. Honey, 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 honey. But like you, honey and food, but are in the, the same thing category. is, you technically it's wrong. Move on. You could technically say anything. There's someone out there that's allergic to honey. Yeah, I reckon. But honey is food, so no, you've you right. stitched them up twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. All right. Uh, your favorite? Name three conspiracy theories. Uh, 9-11, um, the Bali bombings, and JFK. There, there has to be no, Bali bombings. Is yeah, not it's not a conspiracy. Now nah, I'm going to give. He's it, already pushed it. Now nah, I'm giving it to him. I love the Bali bombings. There's someone out there that's nah, like... Because it, before, before they found out who it was, which I don't know who it was, there was heaps of conspiracy about it being um, someone else. The thing is, there can no, be... No, there wasn't. There probably wasn't. There can be a conspiracy theory about any major event. He's got a point in there too. That's the problem, and that's why... Sydney Olympics. Conspiracy theorists Look, can the, get fucked. Um, I'm, just, I'm Atl- just trying to get Atlanta, him to win this one. Bombings. Conspiracy. Right. Rick. Name three natural things that fall from the sky. Bird feathers, bird poo, and birds. Skydivers. <laughs> yep. Yep, not bad. Didn't like any of it. I would have said snow, rain, and hail. Yeah, that probably would have been more normal, but reward the creativity. All right. Uh, name three things you can put inside a vagina. Penis, fingers, and uh, condom. <laughs> that was a rush. Yeah, no, nah, it's good. I'll give it. It yeah. goes in there. Yeah, well done. Jesus. He looked at me like, can I do that? Am I allowed to? <laughs> like tonight? <laughs> uh, is that three each? It is. Yeah. Do you know one day I'm going to jump over the desk and just road rage the fuck out of you and just punch you, I reckon? Well, I had a lot of road rage on the way here. And yeah, look, on the way, we, this is your own what house. What we want is some consistency. Okay. No, right. Wait, I'll tell you what. You were consistently bad, so that round I tried to help you out, and you did pretty good without me. So we can we can just move on. Now, road rage is a very funny thing, and funny. You've yeah, obviously had nice incidents. Well, I haven't. I mean, it can be horrendous or it can be funny. Like I know, for me, I usually yeah. don't find it funny. I get angry and I punch the steering wheel. But if someone cuts me off or um, goes slow for too long, and I'm getting really frustrated and they start turning i speed up to have a look at their head i need to know who i hate like i need to know and if they like they look like old and slow and annoying it makes me even more angry but if they're like a you want to get racist here but you can't no not racist just you want to look um uh, just just if they're less attractive if it's like a good looking guy i'm like fuck you you good looking and i hate you like that i hate that but if it's like oh so if it's an if it's an ugly overweight person it's okay no, that's even worse. I get more angry. Yeah. Right, well, what's the um, what's the most angry you could be? What, what could you see where you'd be like, yeah? You uh, someone can't who, say. Nah, someone who cut, cuts off, cuts me off, then goes slow, and then the people that almost have to stop to turn the corner. They don't like. Oh. That's the what most. About merge, so two lanes, and then there's a slip lane to turn right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they indicate, and then basically stop in the normal lane. Before they actually just go into the slip lane. It's like, mate, there's plenty of room to slow down yeah. in the slip lane. And glide Stop, stop your way braking through. in the normal lane and fucking everyone else up. What do you do when you get angry in a car? 
Oh, I don't know. But you see, you know what you see all the time? What? I was saw it the other day when we were driving into the city. People get angry at someone doing something and they do these ones in the in the mirror. Oh, oh yeah. Throw the, yeah. throw the hands back. It's like, all right. Yeah, well, that's going to do a what? lot. What's that going to achieve, mate? Well, they can't hear what you're saying. Are you saying something? Are you yelling at me? Like, get fucked. Who cares? Mm. Do you say things out loud in the car? I reckon I say really, really nasty things under my breath. Just, just what, in case they hear Yeah, just... <laughs> but there's always a hand that can fix all these problems. What's that? Well, just... Just wave and say, if, sorry If about you that. are in a predicament or a potential argument, just throw the hand up, say, I'm sorry, or thanks for letting me in, and it can literally calm the situation. Yeah. Oh, you just... Here's like, the thing, I right? fucked up, sorry. If that person is behind you and you've done something, they could literally be like, you fucking... I want to get out of my car and I'm going to punch you in the... Oh, hand up. We're almost now friends. You know what I mean? Like you've almost made friends with them. I love that. I love it. And the hand is just like, I wanted to kill you five seconds ago, but now maybe, do you want to grab lunch? Is it because they've realised they're a fuckhead? Like, is that what it is? It's probably a bit to do with that. Yeah. Because you do a lot more things in no, the car Automatically you... your brain switches to, you're trying to fuck my day up, aren't you? And then the person goes, sorry. And you go, oh, you're not actually. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, thank you. Must be a good person. But do you know what else is the stupidest thing about it all? What? Someone cuts you off. You fucking go crazy at them, waving your hands around, carrying on, punching your steering wheel. And then you meet up with them at the next set of lights. You actually haven't lost any time. You haven't lost any ground. Well, what, uh, if, what if they see you? You've got a point there, but what if they see you like, and then you pull up side by side, and then you get the big guilts and go, oh, shit, I'm, I'm side by side with them now. And then you like have to do that thing where you're like, oh. oh. Just oh, drive a little just bit me? more forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you drive a little bit more forward, so when they look, they just see your rear door, <laughs> yeah. and just see you fucking sweating bullets in the front seat going, fuck, I didn't realise he was 6'9 and a bodybuilder, <laughs> fuck. But talking about caring way too much about things that actually don't matter, have you seen a lot of this lately, sports stars – that have been posting and calling people out on social media for uh, you like you ruined yep. my multi. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. oh you didn't score that try, or you didn't kick that goal, or you didn't yeah. shoot that basket. You ruined my multi. You've yeah. cost me this amount of money, death threats, all mm. this sort of stuff. It's terrible. Just get over yourself. It's betting. It's gambling, which it's... means there's a chance you're going to lose, and you lost. Who cares? Mm. Go away. I, I actually have never ever blamed a player for that. I blame myself for picking that player. Because I should have known that it wouldn't have come up. But if it's like a sure thing and it doesn't come up, be frustrated. But but you know what is annoying is when people post the multis or they talk about it and it's, oh, you cost me my seven-leg multi or my 15-leg multi. Not one, not one leg, not yeah. one thing that you're relying on. 15 things. Mm-hmm. You've got this, 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 this. And just... You fucked up my 15-leg multi. How dare you? In reality, no, you fucked up by putting too many legs in your bet, you fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. They Fuck post it. the bet slip. Sit and it's down, like, have a water and go to bed. It's yep. the second Sick bet. Sick of you. <laughs> oh, it's what? God. They post yeah. the bet slip and it's the second Yeah, the second one. leg. Yeah. Mate, yeah, you, you got no idea. You lost this on Friday night, not Sunday afternoon, dickhead. Well, do you ever, when you're sending people texts and stuff like that, you're sending your multi or whatever, and then you know you might get up or you might lose it, and or you send them a joke or something, and they'll write back ha 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 or lol or something like that, and you always wonder how their reaction is on the other end. Like the, if I, the hierarchy of ha has. Yeah, is it is this a thing that you know? Yeah. What is it? Tell oh, me, because I don't know. I always remember. <clears throat> excuse me. I always remember back in like 
I don't know, on MSN and stuff like that. Do you remember? You, you MSN, know? early 2000s. That's right. Yeah, it must have been that. High yep. school, MSN, talking to people. And all of a sudden, there were these weird acronyms popping up. Like, I was the probably one of the most longest people to actually The take. longest people? Well, I'm pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Shervington long? <laughs> Not, no one's that long. <laughs> no, I, I was probably pushing back on accepting even LOL. I don't like it. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Lol, but there was resistance in the McLaughlin head. Huge resistance. Because mm. I don't think it's relevant. I don't that. think I've, I don't, I've used LOL maybe six times in my life. I have used LOL never in my entire life. And this is an actual fact. I know for a fact I've never done it because I don't ever want to do it. I've never, ever sent someone LOL. Really? And you know why? Because I hate it. And laughing out loud, come on, man. Just type ha ha. The more ha-has you put onto something... Yeah, the more funny it should be. Ha-ha, and then you make a statement. It's basically saying, I'm making a statement with a smile on my face. Okay. Or I'm in good spirits. All right, so if I, let's say you send me your joke of the week to me, right? Which is always semi-good. Right? I'll give you a 6 out of 10 on an average. Why don't I get a, bit, a joke of the week? A bit low. Oh, we don't talk as much, mate. Nah, I'm joking. But he sends me something like a meme, right? And it's going to be a reply of like, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. That's 6, is it? Yeah. Let me explain. Let me explain. If you say something to me and I say, ha ha, yeah, I'll be there. Just a random statement. That basically means that I'm saying, yeah, I'll be there. I'm happy, I'm smiling, and I'm making the statement. And the ha ha represents my mood, the good spirits. Yeah, I've never picked that up. And ha 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 is like, maybe he made a joke. Like, now I'm laughing. Ha ha. Like, the more ha ha's. The funnier it is. It turns yeah. from a, a mood or my emotions to an actual laugh. So there has to be at least I reckon, four H's and okay. four A's to get an yeah. actual laugh. I've actually done a scientific experiment and I've done a study. It's eight characters. So ten or more characters, letters of ha-has and we're dealing with a laugh. We're dealing with a joke. Okay. Anything less than that is more of a smile, a mood. Okay, it's a fact. Where do emojis come into this though? Because I've substituted ha-has for just the, the laughing emoji, smiling, crying, laughing. Yeah, see, I if think... If I think it's funny, I'll send you that. Boom. Yeah. And maybe I'll send it twice if I think it's really funny. Oh, twice. Because do you know yeah. what I always hated? Oh, yeah, blah, 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 here's a joke. And then someone types back, R-O-F-L. Oh, oh fuck off. Are you actually rolling on the fucking floor, you loser? Yeah. No, you you're not. You fucking loser. You're not rolling on the floor. You're sitting on your computer and you're probably not even smiling. No, I'm sitting in the public In my entire life, I don't think I've ever rolled on the floor and laughed, ever. What a dumb place to laugh. It's dirty I reckon here. when someone's <laughs> typed rolling on the floor laughing, yeah. it's been around a long time. Let's, let's say it's been sent to someone three billion times. I reckon twice someone's been rolling on the floor laughing. So it's that's t- the yeah, statistic. It's a fact. It's yeah. two uh, every what about, three what billion about times. PMSL, pissing myself laughing. Oh, are you? Well, you probably need to get a pad. You fucking uh, make it. How old are you? Like seventy five? <laughs> you piece of shit. Have you ever pissed yourself while laughing? No, I've I've never ever even come close. It's not like a. That's like eating and needing to sneeze. Like never happens to me. Yeah, that's a weird segue. Yeah. Well, it's not a segue. It's just like pissing and laughing doesn't go hand in hand with me at all. You know what else doesn't go hand in hand? What? Doing a fart and then yelling, Oi! What the fuck? Who does that? My dad used to do that. No. Yes. What? So we'd be walking around like Kmart or Target or anywhere public, and as soon as he farts, Oi! 
But Han, is he blaming it on someone else or what? I don't know. What is he basically just getting the megaphone out and drawing all the attention to him? Is he admitting to the fart? I think so. <laughs> wow, it makes no sense. Oh. Is he deliberately doing hey, the fart? Han, usually yes. like, is he good? Like if no, it slips like, out. All right, so like, like this, walking along, kink your leg up, <laughs> oi, and then everyone just looks over and is like. So if they don't hear the fart, they're gonna what hear the oi. There? Yeah. So he's doing the complete opposite of what anyone should normally do: is hiding the noise, hiding the smell. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's not know. trying to blame it on you, like oi, like it was my son. He, well, <laughs> throwing you under the bus. Yeah, just like he did when apparently I lit that whole paddock on fire. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's that's a story for another time. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. It was yes, on the podcast have. three weeks ago. What a paddock on fire! Yeah, I probably zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about embarrassing parent stories? Have you got anything that your parents did when you were younger that embarrassed oh, you? It's not really that embarrassing. Like my mum had stomach burning, right, and she's had a her meal has cut down to probably a third or a fifth even of what she used to eat. So when she goes out to a restaurant with us or someone else, um, she's obviously ordering a main meal but can't eat any of it. That's like three meals for her. So she starts pulling out Tupperware in front of everyone and like scooping main meals off oh, plates really? and then putting it back into her. And it's like, it's completely understandable if you know her situation, but yep. being on the table and seeing other people going like, look at that freak, like it's, it's a bit embarrassing. So that would be one for me off the top of my head. Shame. You know exactly why she's doing it. She's like, I paid for this Yeah, food. you don't want to spend $35 on something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. You? That, what you've just said reminds me of something my mum would do. Like a hundred percent. What without stomach panting? Oh well, like uh, there's this one thing that my mum. Oh, she's a classic. Like at restaurants, she loves the idea of everyone having a little bit of something. So she'll take some food from your plate and put it on her plate. She'll she'll give some of her food and put it on your plate, so everyone gets a bit of everything. But she doesn't even ask for permission. What? She would just go ahead and do that. That's unacceptable, right? Yeah, this was a few years ago, and my cousin was like, Rose, you can't do that. She's like, what? It's like, you can't literally do that. You can't take some food from my plate, put it on yours, and put some from yours on mine. It doesn't work like Hang that. Hang on, what if we're dealing with, like, spaghetti and steak? Like, you're fucking that, up. Well, that's a bit different, but, like, maybe it may have been, like, you know, like a s- steak and seafood or something like, oh. Oh, so she's grabbing of, cal- calamari rings. and Oh, I ha- two calamari for, you know, a piece of steak and, oh, here's a cut of my fish. Like, come on, man. You can have the cucumber, I'll have the tomato. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing salad. Oh, my, Actually, mom, my mom's a great one for em- embarrassing things. There's The list goes on, but they're always just little things. Right, just Semi embarrassing. It's almost you know like what? Her mum's heart's trying, in the right place. She's trying to do that's the right the, thing. That's the point, Rick. Yeah. Mum's hearts are always in the right place, and most of the time they don't even know they're embarrassing you. That's yeah. the thing. All right, last one before we move on talking about restaurants. I, this is a dead set story. I remember once we went to the Arkabar when we were living in the area nearby. Isn't that the MILF hangout? It is actually. I've heard that. That's um. I don't even know where I've heard that, but that's a thing. Yeah, grab a granny. That's what they always. That, used to that do. used to be the thing in the eighties, and I think it still is. I think it's still a thing now. Yeah. Anyway, we've gone Going we've gone into night. the restaurant with with dad. <clears throat> Love my dad to bits, but he's basically you know you've got a menu right, probably fifty things on the menu at the Arkaba. Huge menu. Goes up to the counter, says to the lady, "All right, you tell the chef, grab me a piece of Atlantic salmon, two hundred grams." Sear it on the skin side first. Not too much. I don't want it dry. Turn it over. 
put some bok choy in a pan, a few mushrooms, onion, stir it up a bit, some soy sauce. Is he taking the fucking piss? No, this is his order. Are you fucking serious? The lady's like, um, did you see that on the menu? He's like, no, nah, that's what I want to eat though. Oh, oh fuck Do they off. go along and with I'm it? just sitting there standing behind him going, oh my I would leave. God. I'd get in my car and go. Do they nah. go along with this, this order? I think he's done this multiple times. This is the one I can remember. I think yeah. they actually did. I think they brought him out something close to what he actually wanted. How like, oh my honestly, God. even just hearing what you said then, you'd need like a fucking pen and paper. Oh, they all have that anyway, don't they? <laughs> is this is this like a regular thing, or does he does he look at the menu and go, "All right, I like that, so we're all good." But if he looks at the menu and he's like, "There's nothing that I like," does he then come in with that? Yeah, and sometimes actually another one that is is a classic John Z one. Anyone who's who knows us and knows Dad, he's got this thing about um, we you know the type of pasta I call it penne because mm. that's what it's supposed to be called, but he just refers to it as penny. Oh, and he goes, I'll just have a penny veg, thanks. And they're like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, some penny with some veg. Just, you know, a bit of sauce, a bit of red sauce. Like, oh. This guy sounds heaps Aussie. <laughs> He's very he sounds Aussie. like the most um, awkward, entertaining person to be around on a Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, fuck. Best. A bit like you. Well, actually, I've, I've hung around your dad a couple of times, but it's been at home. So there's been, when he's done something weird, I've just, I've just discarded it. And walked to the other yeah, room. Yeah, and gone to the other room thinking like, fuck, Rick's dad's weird. But, yeah, if I was out in public with him too often, I think I'd... Uh... No, he's not weird. He just likes things his own way and, you know, that's the way he tries uh, to get it. Maybe maybe one day we get him on the podcast. But who could I be now? Oh, well, we... Who could, could you be now? He could be his dad soon. All right. Here we go. Here's some information. Give me who you think it is. <clears throat> Fast as you can. First one in gets the point. I was born uh, on July 21st, 1951. Ooh, older. Yeah, older. I'm a man. I attended public elementary school in Lake Forest uh, at Gorton Elementary School and middle school at Deer Path Junior High School. I was a quiet child who did not, uh, did not overcome my shyness until I became involved in my high school drama development. In late 1963, when I was 12, I moved to Detroit. Uh, the family lived in a 40-room farmhouse on 20 acres. Robert De Niro. Mm, no. Um, in suburban Michigan, where I was a student at the private Detroit Country Day School. All right. Oh, you're going to like this. Uh, I excelled in school where I was on the school's wrestling team and was elected class president. Sylvester Stallone. Excuse me, say that again? Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay, there's a lot of S's in your answer. No, no, that's not it. Um, As both my parents worked, I was um, partially raised by my family's maid, who was my main companion. When I was 16, my father took early retirement and the family moved to California. Following their move, I attended Redwood High School. At the time of my graduation in 1969, I was voted most likely not to uh, succeed. That's brutal. Isn't that? Yeah, that's a very bad thing to be voted. Is there a thing in high school? I think there was. Yeah, we had one. I actually... Did you get that? This is bringing back some PTSD. <laughs> I think I got voted something really harsh. <laughs> like at my graduation. Like it Most likely to end up on a podcast? <laughs> it wasn't friendly. Uh, okay. After my high school graduation, I enrolled at Claremont Men's College at, uh, to study political science, but I dropped out to pursue acting. I studied theatre for three years. I often improvised during my time in the drama program, leaving cast members in hysterics. 
During the summer of 74, 75 and 76, I worked as a busboy. I began performing stand-up comedy in San Francisco. It's back not Jim Carrey, is it? No. Uh, he's too young. In 1976. In 1977, I was seen by a TV producer who asked me to appear on a reveal of uh, his show, Laugh In. The show aired in late 1977 and, my, and was my TV uh, debut appearance. I began to reach a wider audience with my stand-up comedy starting in the late 1970s and throughout the 1980s, including three HBO comedy specials. Due to the stress performing in stand-up... Eddie Murphy. Jim Murphy? Eddie Murphy. No. Due to the stress of performing stand-up, I started using drugs and alcohol early in my career. Oh, spice it up. The first film role uh, credited to me was a small part in the 1977 low-budget comedy Can I Do It Till I Need Glasses? My first starring performance, however, uh, is the title in the character Popeye in 1980. I went on to star in the leading character in the... Sorry, I went on to star as the leading character in The World According to Garp, and, then not, and that was in 1982. I continued with other small roles in less successful films, such as The Survivors in 1983 and Club Paradise in 1986. In 1989, I played a private school English teacher in Dead Poets Society. Robin Williams. Yes, he's got oh, it. Sake. Oh, God. Running out of breath. I was hoping one of you two would jump in there soon. Jesus Christ. Oh, it was about to get real easy because then in came all of his things like the Goodwill Hunting, Bicentennial Man, Insomnia. Um, Carpe Diem. Seize the day, boys. Yeah, well done. I'll give you a big ting for that. Far out. Yeah. But interesting. Se- I didn't- so 70 he would be, would have been now. Yeah, very sad he's gone. Cause Any he- Robin Williams fans listening would have got that. Yeah, quicker. I, can I, I love that guy, and he's probably was my favourite actor for. How depressing was it when we all found out that he had very died? and around the same time, two other people died too, and it was like a group of three actors dying, and three actors would die. It kept happening in threes. It wasn't just actors though; it was all just famous people in general. Might so have been. There was like yeah. Dolores from the Cranberries suicide. Mm. There was how good are the Cran- do you love Bennington, the, do you Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. Do you love the Cranberries? Love the Cranberries. <laughs> We need to have a night listening to the cranberries. What do you do then with your hands? Is that cranberry dance? I just got excited that Rick <laughs> likes cranberries. Yeah. We're not talking about cranberries. We're talking about the cranberries. All right. All right. Before we wrap it up, a couple of things. Yep. G7 summit going on at the moment. Okay. World leaders have all converged in the UK yep. to take photos with one another, talk about shit, and bump elbows. Mm-hmm. The elbow thing I don't like, though. I don't get it. Okay, I get that it's COVID and, you know, elbow bumping. Good to see you, mate. They may as well fist bump. Okay. It's cooler. There's, there's all of that. But do you know what? They're doing these photo shoots where they're with their partners, right? So um, Joe Biden and his wife. Uh, Boris Johnson and his wife. Yeah. Donald Trump and his wife. Yep. Martin Trudeau and his wife. Yep. And they go up and meet one of the other leaders and they all go in and bump each other's elbows. But then in their actual photo... Every person in the photo stands one metre away from each other. Yeah, what's, what's with that? It's just stupid. Is that just keeping up appearances? Like, Is it to do with just setting a good example? Well, it has it, to be. It, is it doesn't make sense. It's very dumb, but like, I can well, see Potentially, what... but, you know, Joe Biden's just been bloody getting a blowjob from his missus on the plane on the way over, and then he's got to stand a metre away from her <laughs> for the fucking photo shoot. It doesn't make away. any sense. No, just, just on that, have you guys noticed how much... Media time and coverage Donald Trump got compared to Joe Biden now. Yeah. We don't even see Joe Biden and why? That's the way it should be. Because he's boring. Oh, hello. Um, I think it's because 
Dude. Let's be honest, whether you like Donald Trump or not, he was just out there. He liked to break rules, say things yeah. to people. And Biden's very by the book. This cat loves you. I know. I have you seen this? This, um, is, this is the definition of chats with cats. Yeah, I know. Big hug. Thanks, Nala. That's nice. I've um, had fun. Look, it's all part of the COVID rules. I get it. Yeah. But what happens when you try and enforce COVID rules in Adelaide? Well, Your brother had an experience with this recently. Well, okay, here's the thing. They do that to keep up appearances so that people go, oh, they're doing it, maybe I should do it. But the thing is, my brother had uh, – their st- the store rules at, the, at JB Hi-Fi where he works is basically you scan in or there's no entry, all right? This guy comes in, refused to scan and, and check in, and basically my brother approached him and said, look, mate, you need to scan in or – manually scan in if your phone's not working, um, otherwise we're going to have to ask you to leave. He goes, oh, he starts reading now all these um, COVID laws and whatever. Benji stopped him halfway through and said, look, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, right? Shut this guy you're, down. You either check in or you fuck off. Yeah, check in or how, you fuck off. How satisfying is that? So good. And Check I, in or get the fuck out of my store. Yeah. Just fuck off. Love it. That's what every staff member, any place should do if they're told because they'll get a five grand fine – not this dickhead. The, the shop will. No, they're finding people now as well, which is well, good. But yeah, well, well, that's it. Well, both of them would probably got a fine, yeah. you know. And just if if you don't want to obey by the rules, fucking buy it online. Wait a day and get it delivered to your house. If you want to go into be a shop and be a fucking if, cockhead and tell everyone how many laws you know, fucking do it on a podcast like these losers. If, you know? I, was, if I was there when your brother said that to that man, that would have made my standing year. ovation. Right, that would have been so satisfying. Well done, bitch. If anyone was in that vicinity of that convo, I'm sure people would have been like, "God, I love that guy." Good. Like, well done. Yeah. We love Benji and we love all of you guys who listen to us. So thanks Thank very you. much. You can catch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google something, and mm-hmm. you can see us again uh, later yeah, on this week. Come over to Instagram and give us um, your thoughts and some ideas. And, and we'll... Facebook. Oh, yeah, Facebook's up now. Yeah, Everyone, come Facebook. Yeah. I'm in charge of that. All right. And, uh, yeah, until then. Come on my Facebook. Come on your Facebook. Come on everybody's Facebook. See you guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.